tap into your most original thinking, organize your ideas, and create the opportunities to launch your creative work. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. Welcome back, everyone, to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And today we're going to explore an area of creativity that says, you know, coming up with the ideas is only the beginning, but executing, implementing, putting these ideas to work is a key to success in your business and in your life. And my guest is Katia Rave. Katia, welcome to the program. Welcome. You did such a good job. Look at you saying my name. I love it. I love it. Very French. Uh, thank you so much for having me here. Well, it is a world of creativity. So I try to get that little global accent right when I can. But, yeah, but you're you totally uh, living did. in North Carolina now. You're enjoying the beach life, bringing so many ideas to the world. Yeah, yeah, I sure do. And, you know, for me, the beach is uh, is the world of creativity. When I'm around water, I think differently. Like I see these vast water in, in front of me and I get, you know, to think big thoughts and water is, is, is magical for creativity for me. Well, let's hop right into it, Katya. As a business coach, as a branding coach, a life coach, all of the above, helping entrepreneurs really execute their ideas. You've got a prolific amount of content, programs, blogs, summits. What is your creative process when you're thinking about something new and a new offering? How do you get started? Where do you begin and how do you approach it? I always begin by what is my vision for it? The step one, it's what's my vision for it? Why do I want to put that in the world? And the second step is who is it going to benefit? If it's just for me, it doesn't go anywhere. You guys won't see it on my website, won't see it on my blog, or I will declare and I will say, hey, this is really just for me, right? But it, it really happened. But, you know, my process is really what's my vision for this? What's my intention? Why do I want this out there in the world? And who is it going to benefit? Very good. And what sort of topics and what sort of people do you find are drawn to some of the things that you're doing? It has changed over the years. At the beginning, I was really uh, attracting a lot of you know business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, and now we're really attracting a broader uh, avatar. We serve a lot of men and people who are in corporate as well. Um, because it's what I coach. Yes, we have the business side, but we have a lot of leadership skills. We have a lot of leadership tips and strategy which supports people into getting buy-ins from their boss and enrollment, whether it's in business or it's, you know, in corporate is the exact same steps. And you're probably hearing like I am from so many people that, well, you know, I've got these great ideas, but like you just said, I need to sell them up you know, management, I need to sell them to my clients. Uh, what are you finding people need the most when it comes to either executing or or selling their ideas? Uh, well, that's the, I love this question. I would say two things. The first thing is that at the beginning is what I see is missing. I'm going to go that route. What I see is missing. It's again, why they're doing this, their vision. People are, you know, like they want to sell or they want to put something out there and they're not really thinking of others. They're just thinking about themselves. They're thinking about, hey, you know, I want to put this out there because it's a great idea and I believe it's a great idea. And at the end of the day, it's who do I serve? 
why, you know, why do I want this out there? Is it going to serve? Is this a pain point of anybody? And the second thing, the second thing that I would say was huge is enrollment. People look at sales or they look at, I do not care for the word. And um, I, I don't sell people into my program. I enroll them into their vision. What's their vision? And when it's their vision, and then what I have to offer is aligned with their vision, then we're really not selling. We go back to the Moyen-Age where it's like, hey, you know what, Mark, I have an egg and you have meat, you know, and then you have the meat and we're just going to exchange. There's an exchange of value and versus selling. So the, those are the, the two, two huge things that I would say. And then after that, of course, there is the implementing, right? People love information. They're gathering information everywhere and they don't know what they don't know. Right. So a lot of time I hear people saying, oh, well, I have, you know, I have the tools. I can research them on YouTube or on Google or whatever. And what for me, I'm like, yes, but you don't know what you don't know. So it's great. Then you can research on what you know, but there is a totally different creativity out there. It's being open to what we don't know. So good. Katia, you mentioned something that was so strong, and I want to hit the rewind button for just a second and underscore something for our listeners, that if you're focused on my idea, you know, this is what I came up with, and I think we ought to do it, and you're forgetting your audience, your customer, you know, the other person that you're trying to help, boy, that that is so, it seems so basic that you would take the other person's interest over your own. But boy, we fall into that pothole a lot, don't we? Yeah, we do. And without even realizing it, right? I I was talking to, I had a client who called yesterday and, and she was like, I don't understand. And, you know, and I was like, okay, what's, why are you doing this? And she was like, because I'm passionate about it. And I was like, well, it seems like you're not passionate right now when you're talking to me. And if that's how you're showing up on the phone, why, why would anybody invest in you you lost your passion to serve the people you right now it was just me myself and i so you know we kind of redirect it sometimes we just forget because we're so much into the doing versus the being we get to forget about the being and being is what gets us there not the doing yes we get to have strategies of course strategies at the right time of you know of the business but the being is everything Well, and you're also describing this resentment that can build up if somebody's not, quote, buying my ideas, that all of a sudden passion becomes, you know, anger, resentment, concern, worry, (laughs) all these other things, right? Lack of self-worth. I'm not good enough. I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, Maybe I should go back to work with someone. Yeah, all of this. Well, give us a glimpse inside your creative world. What's on your desk these days that, that you're cooking up? So my husband is working now full time in uh, in my company, and that's such a, that's such a win because he has a huge corporate background, and I have a huge uh, business, uh, small businesses um, background. So what we've been, you know, what we've been doing is we kind of put both together. So what's cooking is we're really owning on leadership. One of the things that I'm seeing, whether it's with my mastermind or with, with my uh, my private clients or one-on-one or even groups, the, the clients have the strategies, they're getting the strategies, we're giving them, but the implementation 
is not happening. So leadership is really at the base of implementing. Why are you not implementing? When we do, the way we do anything is the way we do everything. So it's showing up somewhere else in your life, right? And enrollment is a huge part of that. Why are people so stuck with enrollment? So we basically put together a package where we work with six people at a time for eight weeks and we do leadership every week. So it's very intense, 90 minutes every week uh, with us on top of videos and homework and all that and project to see where is this showing up also in our life. It's, it's, it's just been like really, really cool. And, so, and yeah. we offer that obviously to, for business owners and for corporates. So that's wow. what's cooking for us. That's exciting. Well, before I uh, follow up on the, you know, husband being part of the program, but uh, give us a, a link, a place to go and find out more about the program you're talking about. Yes. So we, you guys can go on our website, it's katyaravi.com. And then you will see that there's two sides and the name of the program is Impact Leaders Coaching. Well, it's great that you and your husband are working together. I wanted to speak to our listeners who might be, you know, entrepreneurs and creative teams with spouses and family members and family business. I've done it. My wife and I have worked together. I've had a family business. How's that dynamic for you? How do your husband and you sort of split the work or collaborate or how does it work for you guys? Again, the step one, then I go back, it's what was our vision for working together? We always go back to that. And when your vision is very clear, you know, my vision was very clear about what I wanted and what the purpose of having him was. And I asked him the same thing. And then we had a meeting. We had a meeting who was basically a vision meeting. What's your vision? What's my vision? And is this super important to you? Is this super important to you? And can we align? Not can we agree? Can we align? Is there some things that I, I was like, mm, but I could align with it because I know it was important and it was things then who weren't like so big for me. I would say that's the number one. And that's the place where, whether it's on an enrollment call, whether it's with putting a program out there or working with someone, people miss that step. What's your vision? What's your vision for your program? What's your vision for your creativity? What's your vision for the enrollment? What's your vision for working with your spouse? And so for us, we really sat down. I'm really the face of the company uh, for business owners. I love coaching as well. So I am the face of the company. I show up for things like yours, your podcast and speaking on stages, selling from the stage. And I coach. Uh, my husband, he loves laser coaching. So he, he coached really high-end CEOs and CFOs. And he is the speakers in Las Vegas, like for cybersecurity or technology. And so we both have two different fields. And yet at the end of the day, they're the exact same things, mm -hmm. but we cater to two different avatars. But and we've your your advice on this idea of agree versus align, you know, that if you can align and say, right. we're, we're going to go in the same direction, you yeah. know, inside the give and take, sometimes I yeah. won't agree with everything. Yeah. It, it's really critical, it, isn't it? It, it is. And, you know, I always say that it's like when we take a train, right? We both are saying, basically, we want to go to, we're going to pick Maine because I love Maine. We're going to go to Deer Isle, right? So I was like, you know, we both go, going to the same direction. The end is the same. We have the same vision. We're going to end up there. But my husband definitely going to want to stop 
more often than me and mm-hmm. he's going to want to sit at a cafe at each stop in each town you know and for me i'm more like get me as quick as i can <laughs> over there and when i'm there i'm going to relax so you know when you look at things that way i'm like oh, okay could i stop two or three to two or three town and could he skip all the other town and you get to align as long as the vision at the end of the day you're going in the same direction you're going in the same place and then it's like okay I was totally willing to do that I'm willing to stop you know in a couple of places and he was willing to not stop at all Mm -hmm. so yeah very very important especially obviously when you are a couple and the second thing for teams who want to do that who are spouse or partners and something then for us is I had heard many times like, oh, you need to put a a strong stop of when you talk business and when you don't talk business and have your dinners not being. It is so not like that in our home because we are creatives. So sometimes inspiration come at different times and we cannot put a clock. So for us, we were very clear. Then we didn't want to put a clock on when we were going to be talking business. There are some times when we talk business, when it's a date. And there's sometimes where we don't because it's as long as it's on the creative side, right? We wouldn't go into the nitty gritty of, sure. of that, but yeah. Uh, it's very strong. You know, and thinking about your programs with the business owners and executives and teams, you know, in executing and implementing their creative ideas, what are some of the potholes and stumbling blocks and obstacles that you find people come to you and say, we, we need to work together as a team. We need to really get our business on a new direction. What are they looking for, do you think? Half of the time we go back to vision. They've lost their vision. And the second thing is communication style. We teach them there is full communication style and how to communicate, how to flex into the other person's style, which is very powerful whether you talk, you know, about enrollment, selling, and when you work with a team. If you do not understand the other person's style, how can you meet them where they're at? And that's been huge with the teams that we've been we've been coaching. It's it's been very valuable. And we invite them during the program, we invite them to shift into a different style and to do things with other people into a style who's not theirs. That way they really understand what does that look like. We also get to recognize. What is the other person's style just by looking at their background or seeing what they drive or what color car they have? And that's been very valuable for playing team. The second thing that I'm seeing is people look at support as a weakness. Mm. Support is a strength. Support is not a weakness. And there is something into this world where we live that asking for support is looked as a weakness. So we're really changing the the way that people are looking at asking for support and getting support. That way you can be your word. You can be in integrity. You can deliver when you say you deliver. And you can produce projects who are way bigger than what you can take just by yourselves. Yeah, very strong. You know, and I love watching a lot of your uh, YouTube videos. I love reading your blogs because one of the threads I see that goes through a lot of it is mindset. And just like this asking for support. But I also hear a lot of people say, you know, I'm not that creative, you know, or I'm not such a leader. That's all mindset too, isn't it? It is. And everything, it's really being a leader, 
right? So you have people like, oh, no, I'm not there. So for me, I look at, you know, there's, are you causing? Are you causal? Are you causing result? If you're causing results, you're a leader. So how can you amplify that? I see many people who are committed, but not causal. They commit to many things, but they're not causing results. So a leader is not only committed, but they're causing result. So anybody who's causing result is a leader. And after that, it's just really unfolding the gift that we have. We all have strength within our personality style. We all have strength. Then a lot of time I've been, whether it's in our background with our parents or our culture who have been tamed down, our light has been dimmed because, oh, I was told I was too much in my house. I was told like certain thing. Then we get to really dive in on why do we do what we do? Why do we act like we act? And when we really figure it out, then it's very easy to say, oh, oh, I brought that from my past. Well, being a leader is not bringing anything from your past. Being a leader is bringing your future into the present. So how can you be causal? How can you cause result by bringing what you see, your vision, going back to that, from the future and bringing it into the present, into the now? Well, and this is not just soft skill stuff that you're describing. This results performance. I love in your profile, you say you speak French and money. Uh, So we're here to talk about results. How can people think about the actions translating into performance and into results and into the outcomes they want? Debriefing. Mm. Debriefing is everything. So awareness and debriefing. Awareness is at the end of each day, I debrief what worked, what didn't work, what's in the gap, what worked, what didn't work, what's in the gap. And if I didn't get everything that I wanted to get or the result that I wanted to get or, you know, I put time, but I am very intimate. I'm going to use that word again, intimate, intimacy with my result because my result shows where I'm at. Now, I am not defined by my result, right? And I don't look at my result. If something is not working, I don't go in beat up mode. And I also go into debriefing. Okay, why didn't it work? And that's my feedback. My results are my feedback. So what I see most of the time to answer your question is people are not intimate with their result. They ignore the numbers. They ignore the result. They ignore why I didn't do anything, everything that who was on my plate today. And for me, I'm focused. Like I'm just with you guys right now, you, Mark, and your audience. My emails are not on. My phone is not in the vicinity of me. Everything. I am focused. And everything I do is like that. So because I'm focus and when so like okay this is what i'm causing so at the end of the day when i know then the results are not there when i don't see the result it's like okay where in my leadership and what was it about it then 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 didn't work what was in the gap and when you are intimate with your result when you're intimate with you you know your own awareness of where you get to go and how you show up it's that's the key of the game so strong. Well, thank you for that. Well, listeners, my guest has been Katia Rave. We've been talking about not just thinking about creativity and thinking about ideas, but really bringing them to life and 
Katia, you've shared with us so many specific techniques, and that's what I really appreciate. Listeners, you're going to find a list of those in our show notes, so you can go back and refer to them. You can also go to Katia's website, ravestrategystudio.com, and there's all the programs and blogs and links to videos. Katia, as we close, let's think about an action step uh, one of a listeners could take. You know, say they're stuck. They want to execute more ideas. They want to sell those ideas up and meet the needs of more people. Give us something that we could literally do as we close. In other words, the podcast is over. They're going to walk away, turn the iPhone off and execute something or take a small step in the direction of their ideas. Be in giving and generosity. Be in giving and generosity. Survey what people need. When in doubt, focus out. It's not Mm -hmm. about you. It's about them. You're not in business for you, you're in business for them. You're a servant. Very good. Focus out, folks. Ask somebody what they need. And if you serve their needs, then uh, your goals can be met too, right, Katia? Boom. That's it. That's it. Well, thanks, Katia Rabe, for being our guest. And listeners, come back again next time. We're going to continue our around-the-world journey here with creative practitioners like Katia on how they get inspired with new ideas, but also how they organize those ideas and, of course, gain the confidence and the connections to launch your work out into the world. So until next time, I'm Mark Stenson, and we're Unlocking Your World of Creativity. Bye for now. Unlocking Your World of Creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator Mark Stinson. This program was produced by BSB Media, creators of IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, and ThePeaceRoom.Love. If you like our podcast, here's another show you might like, Turmeric and Tequila with Kristen Olson. Questioning a Better Way, One Gracefully Disruptive Conversation at a Time. Authentic, aware, influential, and grateful. Look for and follow Turmeric and Tequila.